0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Stop, stop everyone. It is your favorite time of the week. Okay, okay. Calm down. I know we're all excited, but it is time for the Utah Preps podcast with Moose Bingham. And do we have a great episode for you? Yes, It's all about the man in the middle. It's about the center of attention. We're talking about the center, the offensive lineman that got game. The man who touches the ball every play, no matter what, is the center. So we're going to be going over centers, and I'm going to to announce our newest sponsor. I I might just do it right now. So you guys, it's called Kaisas Kava, and you can find them at www.kisas.com kava.com So, Kaisa's kava is grown and harvested in the rich soil and perfect climate of the Vanua Levu island of Fiji. For thousands of years, kava has been used medicinally and for religious ceremonies throughout the South Pacific. Just recently, people brought it through America and the rest of the world is starting to learn and enjoy many benefits from the South Pacific islanders that they've been experiencing for years. Kaisa's kava is a family-owned business specifically specified in sourcing Fiji's finest kava. Our lifelong relationship with the small family farmers who live and harvest and grow in a region legendary for growing the greatest kava in the entire Pacific allows us to ensure quality in every drop. Each 5-ounce bag contains 24 servings of pure Fijian kava direct from the farms outside Savu Savu and tested for quality and Efficiency at our facilities in EG, Fiji. Some of the many benefits of Kaisa's Kava may be calming, relaxing feelings, improved sleep, reduced stress, and mood enhancement. And you guys, they even gave me a code Moose10 so you can get a 10% discount on all your purchases. You guys, I was drinking Kava while I was in high school. It was great. It is not against the word of wisdom for all of you LDS people out there. It's a really good, good thing to have and it's just great to kind of get your buddies and do just bonding experience it's really cool so you guys go check that out use the code moose 10 moose 10 for a 10 percent discount so you guys we're going to dive into centers we're going to be talking about the man in the middle and with that i'm going to let you guys know exactly what i'm looking for when I rate centers what is going to make the difference between a top center and guys who end up not being a top center as well So for centers, I look for size. Basically, guys that are 6'4 plus have elite size. Athleticism. I want to see guys get to the third level. That means safeties past the defensive line, past linebackers, all the way to safeties and leading the running backs and or quarterbacks or receivers to the third level. When you really think of a top center, you look at um, Kelsey from the Eagles and watch how he run blocks. Watch how he pulls and gets in front of the running back. And his speed. That's what I want to see when I watch your guys' film. Also, burst. Burst is unbelievable. So I want to see you explode off the ball. A lot of times when I watch like East High film, I see that burst that I really love. Just getting into that man, getting your hands into his chest, and moving him where you want him to go. Also, hands. Let's see a great one-two punch. Lock your man up. Football IQ is huge for your center. When I watch football IQ, I think of Tijon Caroma talking to the guards, talking to the tackle, saying, "These are five most dangerous guys. Let's take him out and let the running back know what guy is going to be their responsibility in case things break down." More than anything, I want to see nasty. So, someone that plays with something to prove aggression, but controlled aggression. If you guys get penalties, I take that away from the nastiness because that's just playing without, I mean, without thoughtfulness, then run blocking, pass blocking in pass blocking. You better not be complacent. You can't wait for guys to get into you. Attack the man. That point of contact is huge. Grit, endurance, grit. I mean, finishing blocks, responding well when you're beat, endurance, leverage, and point of contact as well. So that's what I'm looking for when I say, hey, I want to see the best centers, I want to see what's going on with them, and I want to see how we can improve as well. I will go through any of these with you. So in these, if you get a five points out of five, that means you're elite. D1, P5, NFL potential level. If you get a four, it means that you're really good. If you get, you're like a college type in that Realm. If you get a three, that means you're solid high school. If you get a two, it means you're a backup. And if it gets a one, you're probably needing to switch positions. So that's how I rate it. I want to be transparent with you guys, let you understand what's going on. And the whole rating, once again, is sponsored by Kaisas Kava. K I S A S K A V A. Get you a bag today using the code Moose Ten. So before I drop my ratings. Let's go into our offers and commitments. So, offers and commitments, always sponsored by Skyler Main and Apex Mental Performance Coaches and athletes. If up to 90% of sports performance is mental, how are you developing the mental skills to go along with the physical, tactical, and technical training you do daily? At Apex Mental Performance Coaching, they guide your teams and athletes in developing high level confidence, competitiveness, consistency, and grit required for elite performance in and outside of the game. Space is limited, so find them on social media. Or call 801-602-0211. Or visit apexmpc.com to schedule your team or individual training today. Mention you heard the ad on the Utah Preps podcast and get 15% off any individual or team training. Woo! I love what Ryan's doing over there. So you guys, make sure that you give Ryan Hadlock a holler. Follow him on Twitter. Do what you can because he always has great content as well. Understanding the mental side of the game. And he can help you out with that. So... You guys, he's sponsoring this section, which offers Kalaya LaFua got a Washington State, UNLV, and a Weber State. Smith Snowden got a Yale. I mean, Yale, yeah. Let's go, Smith. Hazika Ambrigio got a Nevada, and McKay Hillstead got a Utah State offer. All of these are huge, and we're going to see one in the next couple weeks, It's going to be open season again for coaches to go out and meet with recruits, meet with people, see practices, see all the things they need to see. So when we get to that point, make sure you guys go and one, be in school, but two, you're gonna see a lot more offers coming out because there's a lot of guys making a lot of noise. So thank you, Apex Mental Performance, for that. So now we know what we're going to be looking for. Now we know what's going to happen. Let's get into the list. So the list, sponsored by that wonderful Kava company, Kaisers Kava. So let's get started. When I started the list, I reached out to everyone. If you guys aren't on the list at all, let's talk about it. Let's see what we can do because I want to give everyone an opportunity to get rated. I reached out. I asked coaches. I asked all sorts of people. I asked everyone I could to see what we could do. But a lot of you guys didn't have film. And that made it so I couldn't rate you. That's just the reality of the situation. So my centers that are ones to watch. Solosi Amone. Logan Christofferson. Alema Foster. Max Francom. Kobe Fauva. Howie Kinikini. Who I'm really excited for. The 2026 out of Spanish Fork. I think he's going to be something special. Dylan Olson out of Brighton. Jared Prince out of Skyline are the ones that didn't have film or not enough film to get rated. I need to get at least three solid clips, period, before I can even begin to start evaluating. I really like to have at least three minutes of you guys. So if those guys come back to me later, always understand that we have a Moose Messed Up episode or our Let's Go Back and reevaluate episode where I will go back and if you guys... Get the film. If you do that, I'll let you know where you guys would have landed and all that jazz and make sure that you guys are taken care of. So it's not that I don't love you. I love everyone in this state, but those are the guys that didn't have film, didn't have enough. So let's get going. Starting at number 18, Forrest Scocci, a center, 5'10", 210 pounds, twenty twenty three, out of Bountiful. Forrest is a two-way player that I believe will be taking over center duties this year and I am stoked to watch him. On the defensive side of the ball, he is a mauler. My goodness, fun to watch, explodes through line, absolute stud. But he's going to have to get the size to compete at the next level. And that's really what's holding him back right now. And I think Forrest could be something special. At number 17, we've got Dalton McQuitty, a center, 5'11", 255 pounds, coming out of Tooele. And Tooele has some dudes that I just love. He's one of those kids that would drink the syrup and just get going. He is a great high school center that improves every time I watch him. Strength and technique, as those two things improve, you're going to see him shoot up the list, but he is just an absolute stud. At number 16, we've got Ben Schoen. 6'2", 270 pounds out of Lone Peak. The problem with Ben is he only had a few clips for me to go off of. He should be much higher, but... I watched sophomore film. He got some JV film up. Not enough, though. So that's why he's ranked as he is. He already has great size, 6'2", 270. As he focuses on his recruiting, you're going to see him shoot up the list as well. Number 15, we've got Cole Kasparian. 6'1", 235 pounds, coming out of Farmington. All the boys up north were like, check out Cole. He's the man. Once again, limited film. I liked what I saw but I didn't see enough. I can't rate you guys until you get your film going. And that's, what's become very hard for me. If I don't get good film, I can't rate you guys. And that's super, super, super difficult. And it's, it, it, it just is what it is, you know? So once again, we've got at number 13, Brady Simonson, a center six foot two, 230 pounds, 2023 20, coming out of Brighton. He is, very limited film, but he is a ferocious blocker. And once I see more, he's going to shoot up this list. The crazy thing is we had a lot of guys that graduated this last year. A lot of talent left the state. But once I got to 12, I was able to watch the film and really, really get into the really gritty evaluation process. And I liked it. And once we get to the top five, top there's six, really, there's some dudes that are just ballers. So coming in at number 12, we've got Tanner Vesquez. Six foot, 285 pounds, twenty twenty-three, Big old boy coming out of Hunter. Tanner's a dude that shows flashes of greatness. I need to see it more consistently from him, though. He just works, and as he continues to work, he's going to be something special as he grows into his body. What's interesting is we're going off of these JV players from last year, and I'm excited to see the jump. That's what I love about this list, seeing the jump from a junior player to a confident senior player that knows the playbook, that knows his technique, and that dominates. At number 11, we've got Orion Garcia, or Garcia. Six foot two, 275 pounds coming out of Timpanogos. He's a big boy that does a good job stealing blocks. I like his aggression. He does a good job on many aspects of his technique, but as he continues to gain strength, grow into his body, he has a chance to be something special, one to watch for sure. I like that kid a lot. At number 10, we've got Jolie Pella. Six foot, 240 pounds, coming out of Cyprus, 2023. So, Jolie is a solid center. He's a dude that just takes his lunch pelt and gets to work with a blue collar mentality. He isn't the biggest or the fastest, but he's strong and he's mean as a copperhead snake. You almost want to watch him. You almost want that more. He's always looking for a big hit. It's fun to watch him play. He's a dude that's going to... Just take over a game from the center position, which is really, really fun to watch. He's an enforcer, and you gotta have that guy at the center position. And number nine, we've got Dylan Linford, a center 5'10, 220 pounds, coming out of Cedar Valley. Dylan is a dog. He can take on a full speed bull rush, no problem. He's aggressive. He doesn't have elite size yet, but he's a great high school center. And what I love about him, he's just a kid that goes out and does anything you ask of him. At number eight, we've got Aiden Hatch, a center. Six foot one, two hundred and thirty-five pounds, 2023 20, coming out of Dixie. Oh yes. Aiden has a little ways to go with the size for sure, but he is nasty. And he finishes blocks, and I love that. He has a good ro- motor, still some room for growth in his technique and his leverage as well. But I believe he's gonna be a problem for the defenses next year. At number seven, we've got Tyler Buckway. A center, six foot three, 285 pounds, coming out of Morgan. And you know what? I don't know what the boys in Morgan are eating, but they are huge. And Buckway is no exception. He's a dude that would benefit from the camp series. So when I really advocate the camp series, it's when you're coming from a 4A, 3A, 2A level. And I want to see you go against those 6A type guys, the region four type guys, day in, day out. But because he's a mismatch in any game he plays, he's dominant. As he continues to finish blocks and explode to the next level, you're going to see him shoot up our list. I want to see him continue to grow into his body. But watch out. This is a kid that has D1-type potential with his size. And if he continues to develop, he's going to be there. Now, for the second youngest kid on our list, Philomone Fangupo, six foot. He didn't list his weight, and I think that might have been strategic, to be honest with you, but that's okay. When Philamone came in, freshmen are not supposed to come in and dominate, but no one told that to Philamone. He's quick off the ball. He has great technique. We're seeing more developed kids hitting varsity early. And I love that because the competition, it's not just like the senior gets to play. No, with kids like Philamone, you're going to see guys all over the state just come in and be able to do that. We saw that with Aaron Dunn. We saw that with Jensen Somerville, came in as a sophomore, and was dominant at Lehigh. You're going to see younger and younger guys coming in dominant. I hear about a few down at Brighton this next year that will be good. So, the other thing I liked about Philomone is he's versatile in the interior. You can see him playing guard, you can see him playing center. He's going to be a four-year starter, and if he grows taller, you're going to see him getting the offers that college call like college coaches want they want to see a four-year starter like a jackson powers johnson they want to see the guys that have the experience and are confident going in and number five we've got sam totai a center six foot 285 2023 20, coming out of west jordan sam is a monster defensive tackle right now and he reminds me a lot of atu nice amahe but i think his real position at the next level will be center he doesn't have the height and length you look for, but he makes for, up for it in good pad level and aggression. He might up, be up for my Master Chef award. So I'm going to have it a Master Chef award, you guys, because this dude is cooking pancakes. We might get a meal for him. We're going to figure it out. But at the end of the season, whatever lineman I think has had the most pancakes will get something special. Little NIL type situation going on. And number four, we've got Izzy Tulia Tu. Funga, a center, six foot, two hundred sixty pounds, twenty twenty three, coming out of Timpview High School Thunderbirds. Izzy is in the next in a long line of great centers coming out of Timpview. Great technique. He takes his job seriously, and he does a good job of getting to the second level. I love seeing that. He had a little bit of a learning curve last year, but I expect him to come in and be dominant this next year. Timpview has just reloaded. They didn't lose a ton. And the competition there is just absolutely crazy. At number three, we've got a kid that's new to the center position, but it's what colleges are looking for. Six foot five, 275 pounds, 22 coming out of Provo. This bulldog is Strands Magnesi. Strands is massive. And a little birdie told me that he'll be playing on the interior of the line. I see him going to center, almost like a Connor Pay situation at BYU, where they took one of the best tackles in the state and said, hey, let's put you at center and let's roll. And Connor has done a phenomenal job. They also did that with um, the kid before, MP. And so you're going to see that be a big thing of guys moving from being a tackle in high school to a center in college. So no matter what position you're playing, gentlemen, make sure that you can snap the ball. Make sure that we get that taken care of. And it makes life a lot better. So once I found that out from a little birdie and I'm projecting him at center at tackle, he had good feet at center. They will be elite. He has college ready size already. He can play any spot on the line and he's just a puppy in the game. I mean, he hasn't been playing for long, but if, I, I believe if he continues to put it, the work in this off season, he has P five potential. And that's saying a lot. And number two, I've got one of the more polished centers, Adam Stevenson, coming in at six foot four, two hundred eighty-five pounds, out of Sky Ridge, and he has great size. He's the son of a coach, former head coach of Alta High School, Bob Stevens, amazing human being, and Bob even had a shot at the NFL. So he's been coached up his whole life, and that's something I like. I like going after coaches' sons because they look at the game differently than the average kid. He isn't passive in pass pro, and I like that really a lot but he could be a little more aggressive in the run game. Overall, I expect him to be coming for that number one spot by the end of the year. He has a bright future, and if he keeps growing into his body and keeps on putting up the weightlifting numbers he's done in this offseason, I look out for the number one spot. So, number one spot, let's give a little shout-out to Jarvis Griffiths. Yes, I just like playing that. I'm not even going to lie. Jarvis Griffith is coming in at six foot three, two hundred seventy-five pounds, twenty twenty-three, out of American Fork. So, a lot of times, everyone's like, "Jar, American Fork, they they do a lot of things well. They throw the ball. They don't have the best lineman." Jarvis is bucking that tradition. Jarvis is the highlight of American Fork's offensive line. He's nasty and he's a great communicator. Has good size. Could do a little bit better in his hip and ankle bend. And get better leverage at the point of contact. But he has enough strength to take out almost any defensive tackle in the entire state. He's just a fun one to watch. Very aggressive. Very nasty. So, you guys, what you should do that will help you out a lot. Go in and look at these guys' film. Look at what I saw. How do you compare? Are you looking exactly like it? What's going on? And then go watch centers that are elite. The ones that I really like to watch are Shiku Tijon Karoma that played at BYU. Lock, look up his huddle. It's free for any of us to look up a huddle, watch film. You can watch 10 minutes of Tijon's film, and you can go minute seven, and he is pancaking five-star defensive tackles. It's it's incredible to watch. It's not just that he's pancaking these guys that are bigger than him, but He's doing it in a league that's elite. If you guys are pancaking guys, it's different than pancaking a guy in region four versus pancaking a guy in uh like Idaho for real. And so make sure that you guys are going against the best. The other guy I want you guys to watch is watch the development of um uh Kelsey that plays for the Eagles. Watch him in college, watch him in high school, because he's a guy that doesn't have elite size. He's a guy that has just perfected his technique and done everything he needs to to take his game to the next level and really watch him pulling. I love to watch a center that can skip step, that can get out there and can pull in front of a running back and do his job. Football becomes a little more complicated at the next level. It's just not like, hey, we're going to run through the A-gap. You chip this guy, and then if you can, get to the next level. You've got combo blocks. You've got things that you need to be aware of. So, you guys, that was our center list. Let me know what you think. Positive, negative. We're going to have a opportunity to be voting on the next session of next position group. I'm going to throw out four positions, and we're going to decide where to go from there. I kind of want to go to the defensive side of the ball, but it's all up to you guys. And if you guys have any questions, comments, I love to help you guys out. Use me as a resource. We'll do what we can to help you guys out. But this is Moose Bingham on ESPN 700 and ESPN 960 signing off. And don't forget to go and support our sponsors, Kaisa's Kava and Apex Mental Performance. And then if you guys have bumps or bruises, go see Dr. May and he'll take care of you. I love you guys. Have a phenomenal week. This is Moose Bingham signing off of the Utah Preps Podcast.